KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackey Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Welcome into the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. KC Miners back with you for week three of the Iowa high school football season. During tonight's show, we'll run through all of the scores from the area districts. We'll look at some of the scores around Iowa. We'll also talk about the rankings for each class, see how those teams did tonight. And then we'll also hear from all of our area coaches, all of those coming up a little bit later. Again, we're here till midnight. I'm Casey Miners. Drew Derrickson will join me in a little bit. Let's get to those scores in Class 3A District 1. Carroll wins big tonight, 56-0. Harlan on top of Sergeant Bluff Luton, 42-14. Boyden Hall Rock Valley gets their first win of the season as they win 20-0. West Line on Sapasu Center, 17-0. Storm Lake loses to MOC Floyd Valley tonight, 41-0. And Spencer beats Bishop Heelan, 31-7. Class 1A District 8, the Kemper Knights. You heard that game right here on KCIM earlier. They win tonight, 35-0. OABCIG tops East Sac, 54-7. Cherokee on top of MVAOCOU, 46-14. Trainer Clarenda were in a good one as Clarenda wins 42-34. No score yet for Ridgeview or West Monona. Underwood on top of St. Albert 57-7. Class 1A District 2 South Central Calhoun 28, Emmitsburg 63. Emmitsburg beats the Titans tonight. Okaboji on top of Manson Northwest Webster 32-0. Newman Catholic Mason City on top of Belmont Clemmy 49-0. Interstate 35 Truro over Woodward Granger, 24-14. And then Eagle Grove loses tonight to West Central Valley, 13-12. And West Marshall, 41, South Hamilton, 6. Class A, District 8, Woodbury Central tops the ICAM Manning Wolves, 40-0. Loma gets a win tonight as they beat Westwood Sloan, 14-6. Tri-Center on top of Missouri Valley, 63-0. Eight-man District 1, Glidden Ross and Arweva took on each other. You listen to that game. On KKRL earlier as Arweva won 38-28. Harris Lake Park beats Kingsley, Pier- Kingsley Pearson tonight 40-37. Remsen St. Mary steamrolls Siouxland Christian 73-0. And Newell Fonda on top of River Valley 48-6. Eight-man District 10, Fremont Mills Tabor 44, Audubon 0. Coon Rapids Baird beats Booyer Valley, Booyer Valley 35-7. Xyra EHK on top of Woodbine 41-8. And then Wes Harrison on top of Caminita 29-22. We'll go ahead and step away. We'll take a look at more of your scores, and we'll hear some from coaches coming up next here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with KICK 106.7. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. New 
skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. The Carroll Tigers win tonight 56-0 here from head coach Craig Rowetter coming up in just a little bit. Good win for the Tigers as they improve their record to 2-1 on the season. They will play next week against Storm Lake that will be at home. We'll hear from Craig Rowetter coming up next right here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. We are back here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on KCIM and Kick 106.7. I am Nick Brinks down in Council Bluffs tonight with winning head coach of the Carroll Tigers, Craig Rowetter, a 56 to nothing win on the road, and coach, First drive of the game, you guys march right down the field, rushing the football. The game plan coming in was a lot like we saw at Denison Schleswig week one. Pound it with the run. You've got Cooper, you've got Reese, and it worked well on that first drive except a goal line fumble, but then that uh, that Hawkeye defense steps up and they get the safety, so it's up 2-0 at that point. You knew you guys had it in you. Didn't capitalize on the touchdown there, but the defense stepped up. Uh, let's talk about how this game started for you guys. Yeah, it, we we went it went kind of according to plan. Um, we usually like to defer, but they they wanted to and gave us the ball. And uh, we did put a little bit of some off tackle stuff in this this coming into this week, knowing that they had some bigger bodies up in the middle and they were pinching down uh, to kind of try to stop trap. So. Um, we just go a little bit wider, and you know, and it, Reese broke a couple longer ones. Uh, Cooper was running hard, you know, and we just unfortunately it was actually just the ex- exchange on the. It wasn't a running back didn't put the ball on the ground. We just didn't get a clean exchange, but uh, yeah, hopefully uh, we're looking forward to like tomorrow for the Hawkeyes if they can <laughs> pull out that safety because I really did think that, but I was like, I was hoping we're not going to win this thing seven to three or whatever they did, but yeah, it, you know we. We took care of business offensively, and the defense was awesome. You know, they didn't even flinch. They'd get that safety, got us the ball right back. A lot of rushing touchdowns tonight. You get one late in the first quarter, a three-yard quarterback sneak from Jack White. You get a Ludwig 33-yard touchdown run, a a drive later. But in between those two drives, let's talk about a play that you had. Uh, It was a kick toward the sideline, and it never went out of bounds, but it looked like it was going to. But... Council Bluffs' Thomas Jefferson never jumped on it. It just kind of stayed there, and then Morgan Steyert said, all right, it's still loose. I'm going to jump on top of it, and it sounds like that was by design. You guys saw something in film this week. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I, I told Jeff in the, the pregame interview, I, I was comfortable with our special teams. I thought we had some good plans in place. And, um, again, I beat a dead horse, but our young guys uh, kind of stepping up. Carter Smith uh, got some kick, nice kickoff returns for us uh, tonight. And the kickoff you're referencing, we actually had uh, Karen Polking, a freshman, um, had to step up. We had a little uh, – Jack has a little foot injury that we're still kind of checking out, so it's kind of uh, week by week. But, uh, yeah, we brought Karen over uh, Wednesday, and we had seen on film that there was a pretty decent-sized pocket there by their alignment, and Karen hit it, I think, two out of the first three times. So that was something Cody, Cody – Coach Wardell has the uh, green light on that. And, like I said, if we're going to practice it during special teams during the week – you know, just like our fake punts that week one, uh, we're going to run it in the game, and uh, it went right as planned. Obviously, in a 56 to nothing win, it's not like you can say the kicker played a huge role, but talk about your freshman kicker. He didn't, he wasn't a varsity football player earlier in the week. He comes up, played pretty, really well for you guys, hit most of his extra points. He got a touchback. Uh, all great contributions from a guy who just stepped up as a freshman. Yeah, and I I've known Kieran for quite a few. He he does uh, he did the youth wrestling with my son uh, Michael, so he's not you know he doesn't get wide eyed. He's been in, on the big stages down at like the AAU state wrestling, um, so he's you know I I had confidence in him. We actually had Chase Regaler was kind of our our backup, um, and he was under the weather a little bit earlier this week. So that's you know Kieran got the got the call up, and he he didn't look scared or lost during practice, so we. We rolled them out, and it kind of worked out pretty good that they didn't. Uh, there was a little scheduling miscommunication, so our freshman didn't play um, before tonight. So he was, you know, they didn't have a game scheduled, so it, it worked out good. So at this point in the game, end of the first quarter, you guys are, are sitting up uh, 15 to nothing. You got the safety, a couple of rushing touchdowns. Early in the second quarter, Ludwig goes back to back. He ended the first quarter with a 33 yard touchdown run, begins the second quarter. Uh, just a few minutes after the first one with a five-yard touchdown run. At this point, Ludwig's running the ball well. Zygmunt's running the ball well. Zygmunt would get his scores uh, later in that second quarter. But at that point, everything's clicking for you guys. Yeah, it it did. It, it was kind of, you know, I was, I was proud of the guys because we didn't play um, as well as I thought we would last week. Um Again, maybe you're you're the good luck charm because we've been lights out on offense with you, with you calling on the road. So keep keep Blankman away or whoever. I'll be there in Sioux City. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we'll take you next week too. But um, you know, it was it was just the, the kids played hard. They knew coming in. We had we did we had a um, I could say an aggressive week of practice as far as really hammering our down blocks, um, tight ends. You know, tonight Evan Hammer, he, especially him, he's not the the thickest guy out there, but he really down blocked um, for our belly play, and it, and it was great seeing that. And um, but yeah, with with Cooper and, and Reese, it's a nice, you know, we we again Jack, I'm not sure official numbers, but I think he probably only missed one or two of the passes he did throw, and um, I had a pretty good idea Reese was going to be wide open on, on his little flare out there down the sideline untouched. So Yeah, I had Jack two for three with a touchdown, 51 yards total, all to Zygmunt. So Zygmunt gets a 38-yard touchdown catch there, basically out in the flat and a whole lot of green grass out ahead. And then he got a three-yard touchdown run at the end of the second quarter. Early in the third quarter, you guys had probably your longest scoring drought of the game. That might have been when there was a fumble in the red zone, but not – 
too close to the end zone. I think maybe around the 15, 20 yard line. So a little gap in scoring there, but then late in the third quarter, you get another 26 yarder from Zygmunt. And at that point in the game, it just seemed like every time you got, you guys got him on the edge to the left, he was gone. Yeah, he was, you know, and I shouldn't even mention it because it sounds like an excuse, but he was not feeling well last week. Um, and that was glaring, <laughs> especially be, as me being a play caller. Um, cause you know, that, the touchdown catch that he had untouched that he should have probably had three or four of those if he was, you know, feeling right last week. So it, I, yeah, I, I'll take my chances anytime we can get Reese on the linebacker on the edge. And, um, and again, they did a nice job sealing, you know, that belly play. We usually had Cooper Ludwig leading the way. Um, Hammer had a great down block and then you got Colton. Anytime you have Colton Whelan running in front of you blocking, you're, you're in good shoes. At that point, 42 to nothing. That was the last drive where your starters were all out there. Carter Essick came in to play quarterback uh, for the last couple drives. He found Evan Hammer for a touchdown drive, and then Carter Smith gets a touchdown late. So talk about the fourth quarter and some of those. I mean, you guys are a pretty young team to begin with, but the inexperienced youngsters that aren't starters getting some good playing time and some touchdowns late. Yeah, it was great. Even the young guys, you know, actually Carter's, Carter's touchdown pass. I did tell him to run it. Uh, it was just a boot, and I knew they were, you know, they were. You don't like to see them tee off on your young guys either. So I thought we could get Carter on the outside, and uh, he kind of had a sheepish grin when he told me, "Well, Evan was open." <laughs> he was, but you know, in Carter, you know, he he does a great job for us. He's a competitor, and it's it's tough to tell those guys to lay down, you know, when when they're getting their chance. And um, you know, Carter Smith had a, again, like I mentioned earlier, he had some really good. He filled in for Chase Regaler on the kick return, just because Chase wasn't quite feeling 100%, I didn't think, tonight. Um, had some great returns, and then it was, it, even though the score was getting a little lopsided, um, it was still nice for him to be able to put one in the end zone. So you cap it off with a 56 nothing win on the road. It'll be a nice bus ride back for you guys, these long bus rides. I'm sure they're so much better when you come home with any win, but a dominant win especially. Next week you're back at home. You've got Storm Lake. What do you know about them? How different are they compared to last year? How do you think that matchup uh, will will square off next week? Uh, yeah, they're a little di- kind of um, little known fact. It, actually, the defensive coordinator from Th- or Thomas Jefferson here last year is actually their new head coach. Um, so I'm guessing defensively they'll kind of look like what TJ did a year ago. Um, offensively, they switched from a, a double wing, kind of run it, hey, diddle, diddle, we're coming up the middle. Um they, they've gone to more of a, a gun, um, you know, with two running backs and kind of more of a, a little more traditional offense than the double wing. So, um, you know, I haven't got a, a whole lot of tape looked at on them, but that's that's where we're at. And hopefully, you know, like I told the guys in the locker room at halftime, it was, you know, tonight was a great response to last week, and now we can't have another next week happen. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, c- congratulations on the win, Coach. Best of luck next week. And now you guys can enjoy some time tomorrow. And then on Sunday, we'll hope our Dolphins can put up a performance like this. <laughs> I, I'm hoping so. I, I wasn't as greedy as my son. He, Michael took a couple. I think he has uh, both receivers on his fantasy team. So I thought that's a little brave. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Us Dolphins fans have to stick together. So. Absolutely. But thanks for all the coverage and coming down tonight. And go Tigers. That's Coach Rowetter of the Carroll Tigers. A 56-0 win tonight on the road at Council Bluffs. Thomas Jefferson, the Tigers, beat the Yellow Jackets here in Council Bluffs. I'm Nick Brinks on the New Way Auto Scoreboard Show. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. 
That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 Soybean Genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, a kick 106.7. Just heard from head coach Craig Rowett of the Carroll Tigers again. They win tonight 56-0. Going to give a quick shout-out to Fairway for feeding me and Drew tonight as we are back here until midnight in the studio. And thank you to all the sponsors that sponsor the show as well. Looking at some of the ranked teams coming into tonight in Class 5A, the rankings standing at the top 10 coming into tonight with Southeast Polk at 1, Ankeny Sat at 2, Pleasant Valley 3rd, Cedar Falls came in at number 4, West Des Moines Dowling was number 5, they played Ankeny tonight, Cedar Rapids Kennedy was coming in at 6, and then West Des Moines Valley, they were at 7, Ames at 8, Johnson at 9, and Urbandale at 10. The Class 4A rankings coming in tonight. Council Bluffs, Lewis Central, they were 2-0 coming in tonight, sitting at number 1. Cedar Rapids, Xavier Cedar Rapids won tonight, so they moved to 3-0 as they were number 2. Waverly Shell Rock is 3rd, Indianola number 4. Eldridge North Scott, number 5, Iowa City Liberty, 6. Bonnet and Farrar, they won tonight to improve to 3-0 as they were sitting at 7. Norwalk at 8. Cedar Rapids, Washington, 9. And then Carlisle and Lamars were tied at 10th. Carlisle did win tonight. They moved to 2-1. Class 3A rankings, Adel DeSoto Menberg on top tonight. They were 2-0 coming in tonight. Not sure how they did. Humboldt sitting at third. Harlan at five. Harlan won tonight. Almond North Polk sitting at number four. Mount Vernon at five. Benton will sit at six. Sloan at seven. MOC Floyd Valley at eight. They win tonight. They moved to 3-0. Davenport Assumption at nine. And Algona at ten. Class 2A, Williamsburg is the number one overall team. I'm not sure how they did tonight. OABCIG beats East Sac tonight, 54-7, as they were ranked number two. Central Lion George Little Rock is at third. State Center West Marshall was at four. Spirit Lake is number five. Dubuque Wallert, number six. West Union North Fayette is number seven. Southeast Valley Gallery, number eight. New Hampton, nine. And Centerville was ten. The Class 1A rankings. West Sioux Hardin was number one. Van Meter, number two. Pella Christian was three. Dyersville Beckman, number three as well. They tied for both. So they're both of them are 2-0 coming into tonight. Dyke New Hartford at six. West Christian Hall. <laughs> excuse me. Western Christian Hall was number seven. Underwood at eight. They win tonight. They moved to three and zero. Applings Parkersburg was two, and then Denver was nine, and then Denver at ten. The Class A rankings: West Hancock Britt. They were number one. They moved to three and zero tonight. They won sixty to six. Tied with them was Grundy Center, who came in two and zero tonight. Moville Woodbury Central came in at number three. They beat Ikea Manning tonight, so they moved to 3-0. Linville Sully was number four. Mount Air, number five. Albertette, number six. Northland Troy Mills, seven. St. Ansgar was eight. Harlot HMS was nine. AGWSR was number 10, and they were tied with AHTSW Avoca. Avoca won tonight as well, so they moved to 3-0. The eight-man ranking see Remsen St. Mary's on top as they moved to 3-0 tonight. They beat... Siouxland Christian, 73-0. to 
Don Bosco, Don Bosco Gilbertsville was two. Waco was three. Newell Fonda sitting at four. Camnita at five. Easton Valley, six. Gladbrook Rhinebeck is number seven. Lennox, eight. Brooklyn BGM and Malin West Central were tied for nine. Those were the rankings coming into tonight. We'll go ahead, step away, take a quick break. We got more of the scores, more scores coming up next here on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dead. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. KC Miners back here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. The game that was heard tonight on KKRL was Glidden Rawson in Arweva. Arweva won tonight 38-28. to It's kind of a back-and-forth game. Jeff Blankman was able to catch up with head coach Greg Lynch of the Glidden Ralston Wildcats after the game. Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top of the line quick loop, need a tune up from our service department, or even need some detailed body work done in our state of the art facility, we are always making sure you the customer are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City. New Way Auto Group scoreboard show here on this uh, Friday night, week number three in the books. Glidden Ralston falling here tonight in a hard-fought game at Arweva, 38-28, to our final. Uh, Craig couldn't have been probably happier uh, for the start for you guys tonight. Jumped up 14 to nothing, struggled a little bit to get the run game going, but got enough going here to be able to jump out early in this football game. Yeah, I, I was happy with our start. Um, I just think we got up and then 
I don't know, just kind of hit a lull. I, I think we then, you know, lost to some of the momentum. I'm not quite sure why. Um, that's part of maybe the inexperience. Um, that's part of not being in that position for a while. Um, and, and we let them back in, and then, um, then we had a dogfight on our hands. What adjustments did they make, if any, that, that kind of contained your running game there uh, from about the middle point of the first quarter on in that first half? Didn't change anything they did from the first drive. I mean, they really didn't. Um, they just came a little harder. And I don't think we came as hard as we needed to. Um, I mean, there was no uh, adjustment strategy-wise by anything that I saw. Um, we just didn't get it done. You knew they were going to be explosive tonight. You knew they were going to be hard to tackle in space. Uh, how did you feel like you contained the Regaler kids? Oh, good at times. We worked all week on not coming up field too far, and I still mm -hmm. saw that way too much. Um, when you play, you, you, everything they do comes up underneath you if you run up the field. Um, so, you know, that's discipline again, too, and we just need to be a little more disciplined there. Um, sit. Have your have your gap that you're supposed to have, and uh, then go make a play. And, and we got up the field uh, when he got loose. It's because we got up the field too far. I thought there was a possession there late in the first half. You guys were down at that point by just one score, uh, 20 to 14. You guys had the ball. I said if you guys can go down and score here, all of a sudden it changes the momentum of this game. But you end up going three and out. Then they score late in the half. What did you see there, and, and, and how were you guys able to adjust there at halftime to, to what you needed to do because you came out second half and started taking control again? Well, really, there was no adjustment. Okay. It's just about <laughs> physicality, right. and that's all we talked about. Um, the offense we run, you got to get off the football. Um, you got a double team point of attack. Um, you got to swallow other guys up. And, you know, we're going to leave one guy unblocked in the secondary every play. We're going to, and, and you just got to wear them. Um, and we did. Um, we came off. We got off the ball. We won the line of scrimmage, and you know we got back to the lead. And, and that 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 was all. There was no other adjustment than that. What did you tell the guys at the halftime? Down 26 to 14, but you knew you weren't out of the game. Had a lot of football game left to play. Well, and it, I said we're still in it. Um, most of the rest of the stuff was was just just about that. We just lined them up and what they were doing, and and said plain and simple, this is what you got to do, but you got to do it harder. I liked what I saw out of your run game here tonight. Emmett Snyder, who had only four carries coming into tonight, uh, really ran the ball well. Ethan Oberding had a really nice run there for you early in the third quarter. Um, talk about those two guys and what they can give you in that ground game at the tailback position through this season. Well, they can. They're both good runners. They're di very different type of runners. Uh, Emmett's more of a power runner, and Ethan's more of a you know finesse, uh, quickness runner. Um, you know, it, I think they both can give us a lot. I think Jackson can give us a lot yes. too. For us, it just starts up front and. And uh, you know we got to win that battle, the line of scrimmage, and uh, that—that's the whole secret. And and um, anybody we put back there can run if we win that battle. Did you feel like you won up front the majority of the game? Because I was thinking Arriva maybe won the battle in the trenches the, more than you guys a little bit tonight. Or what did you see down on the field? Oh, I thought we won it the second half uh, for most of the second half, but we didn't win it the first half. That—that—that's true. That, that's true. Um, they came up with uh, a couple big plays when they needed. A big play, and uh, you know that uh, that pick hurt, and yep. we were trying to make a play because we had to make a play. Yep. Um, uh, that's when, uh, for me, you know, that there's times when uh, I like our offense when I got the confidence, and when we're you know third and eight to to run the ball two times and right. know we're gonna get first down, and right. and we're not there yet. We're right. just not there yet. So we're going to some things that um, we're not as good at.
the pass game tonight with Scalinara in the flat. You brought up Jackson. I was going to talk about his running, but his receiving tonight and the physicality he runs with when he gets into the open field, you guys really found that open a lot. Tonight. Yeah, and we knew that flat would be open. It's just we have a couple of ways to get at it. They covered our ends pretty well when we tried to use them. Um, Jackson's you know, a good athlete, good hands, right. um, run a little counter boot there, and it was really effective. Uh, every time we ran it, um, we got some yards off it. You mentioned the interception, and that was probably the final momentum swing really here in the game. But you guys got up 28-26. I thought the long run by Wyatt Regaler kind of ignited our Weevil a little bit there in the second half as they grabbed the lead back. Yeah, I, I think so too. And, and, you know, that's just some of the experience. So we, we, um, it's been a while, mm -hmm. um, and, and these guys need to learn how to win again. Yep. Um, and those are those points. Yep. And, and so we keep talking about and you get Sooner or later, they got to get over that hump, and once they do and figure out what it takes, um, you know, better things will happen. Uh, right now, we're just spending a lot of time telling them it's hard. Right. Winning's hard. Yep. Um, if it was easy, everyone would do it. That's what right. I tell them all the time. It's hard. Um, and we're starting. Each, each step, I'm seeing some growth. We're, we're learning how hard that is. Really had a nice drive going there. You got it. I think it was third and two, um, and then they stuff you up the middle. That set up that fourth down play, the interception. How much did that hurt to, to not be able to get that first down? Because I was thinking you guys were happy to just get a first down, maybe take a couple of more plays to yep. score there. Yeah, and that's a good example. I mean, that's that, that's a go-to play for us, and we didn't mm -hmm. win it. Um, and, and that's the point where you have to win it. You can't right. relax. Somebody's got to do something uh, to make sure you get those two yards because it puts us in a position at fourth and I think we were fourth, fourth and, and six. six. Yep. Um, and and yeah, that, that, that's not what our offense does. Fumbled on the kickoff. They get it. They're going to go in. Looks like they're going to score. The defense made a stop. That's a good way, even though you lost this game, to maybe end the game with some momentum yeah. and a positive thing to point out. Yeah, and at the end, I told them there. You know, the second half is what we is what we build off of now. So um, that that's what we'll do. I mean, they got to keep stepping forward. The games keep coming. So you just got to keep working uh, to get better, and we will. Well, Craig, it's always good to see you. Appreciate you joining us yeah. here tonight. Sorry for the tough loss, but yeah. appreciate the time. Been there before. <laughs> you bet. And Coach Craig Lynch again with the Glenton Ralston Wildcats joining us here tonight back on the New A Auto Group Scoreboard Show coming up right here on KCIM and Kick 106.7. Lil Sweet! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Lil Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. Just heard from head coach Craig Lynch of the Glidden Ralston Wildcats. They lose tonight 38-28 to our Weva. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll hear from Isaac Schaefer, the go-head coach, and the winning side of that matchup here on this New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. 
Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Newway Auto Group scoreboard show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with a kick 106.7. Jeff Lankman joined by Isaac Schaefer, one of the co-head coaches for the Air Weaver Rockets. They pick up their first win of the season in their home opener, knocking off Glidden Ralston coming from behind twice in the ballgame, 38-28. to The final here, Isaac, uh, I tell you what, I want to give you a shout-out for your guys' defensive effort tonight. I know Glidden ended up with over 100 yards rushing, but they earned every single one of them. I felt you guys, maybe our Glidden won that battle up front in the second half, but I thought first half you guys took it to them up front uh, and really stuffed their run game. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> With our front guys, yeah, they really put in the work here. Granted, we know they're going to be a little bigger, but we have the speed, we have the endurance, we have to just bog them down, which we did. Grant come into the second half, they kind of had a little life into them. Then we kind of said, okay, guys, we got to shut them down, which we did, and just kept on pounding the rock here and basically just pounding them and out with uh, out conditioned them here eight guys in the box for you guys most of the night tonight uh, you, you kind of gave up some passes in the flat to this Glenar kid a couple of times you adjusted to that in the second half but was the whole mindset coming in tonight we're gonna if they're gonna beat us it's gonna be through the air they're not going to beat us on the ground yes yeah, kind of like that we knew with their type of style just triple option we, that was our biggest threat obviously that if they keep, get that momentum with the triple options, it's going to be a lot harder to stop later in the game than at the very beginning. So plan was to just stop at the very beginning, and then if a pass here and pass there get over us, hopefully our D-backs can make the tackle here and there. Not a lot of veterans on this team, very young team. I think we mentioned it several times during the broadcast, seven of the, the 15 guys in uniform are freshmen, but uh, Dose, Von Glan, who's a young guy, and Newman, uh, two veterans there up front for you defensively. What did you see from them three guys tonight? Because I thought we mentioned their names a lot in this game. Oh, yeah. But this game, they definitely, like, we pounded them there. They have, they have to set the tone for the D-line here. If they don't set the tone, it's going to be a rough game. They have to set the tone to obviously help out linebackers and help out D-backs to make the tackles and basically free them up to make the tackles here. Down 14 to nothing early. Um, what did you and Coach Stolk, Coach Stolk talk about over on the sidelines? Did you guys make any adjustments, or what flipped the momentum for you guys, do you think, there in the first half? We didn't even make much adjustments. Just We just mentioned that, guys, the only reason they're, they're 14 and zip here, well, 14-point lead, is because of big plays. Besides that, they gain minimum yardage. They close that stuff down. Obviously, we, take care of, we can take care of them really easy. How did you guys do it? Was it just guys? Coach Lynch kind of mentioned in my interview with him that he thought it was just guys playing harder all of a sudden. Yeah, it was part of that. I mean, we talked mentioned like the last two games. We I mean we played tough teams, but we just kind of just take it. We told them this is the game you can deliver the hit. You can be the aggressor and take the frustration from the last two games and put it onto these guys. And by looks, we mostly did that. 
Coach, offensively, and I know you're the defensive guy, but you're the guy I'm talking to here tonight. Um, how fun is it? I know you're new to the area, but I mentioned, and we can go all the way back. Dan, Dan, uh, Dan tonight was talking about guys all the way back in the 60s and 70s. <laughs> Dan Cook, that uh, you know, our weave has had. I brought up the Jace Hollies and the Teddy Hollies and the Shirky Boys and the Krause Kids and just all of the, the, the guys like a Wyatt Regaler that are not real big guys. They're just darty, great speed. They have that ability to break away from people they can make guys miss how fun is it to watch a guy like that go to work oh it's really fun to see those guys yeah not the biggest but they do they have 100 heart that's the fun it's really fun to coach kids that have 100 heart yeah they're not big they're not the biggest the fastest the strongest but when you have heart you can do a lot of crazy stuff you get up there in the in the second quarter up 20 to 14 um i mentioned it to coach lynch in my interview with him i know i said it to uh craig lux who helped me do the game that I thought there was a big drive for Glidden because I thought late in that second quarter, if they had they had the ball, if they could have went down and scored, they had good field position that they could get the momentum back. You guys force them to to, to punt. Um, you get the ball back and you go right down the field and score right before the end of the first half to go up twenty six to fourteen at halftime. How huge was that for this young group still looking for their first win, first game at home to score right before the end of half? To be honest, I mean that's it's really huge. We've granted the last two games. By halftime, we were down big. But this one, by push, basically scoring right before right before half, obviously gives our guys a bunch of momentum. Like, hey, we're not actually down. We can actually deliver the blow and keep pounding down their throats here. They come out second half. It was almost like the beginning of the game. They come out, they score twice. Your guys' first three possessions were three plays and punt, interception on the first play, three plays and punt. And they go down, score two touchdowns. All of a sudden, they're back up 28-26. Again, you guys a two-play drive. Wyatt with a big run, and then you find Wade on the, uh, you know, the Tommy Frazier to a Mon Green option for the touchdown, and and uh, you know, uh, you guys are back out in front. What jumped out with you again about the character of this young group to fall behind in the second half, and to, it didn't take them long to get that lead back. Again, we kind of just mentioned again, like guys. We don't want to go down this road again, but we did the last two games, so let's pick up gear. We know you can. Don't let them have the momentum. Don't let them be the aggressor. You have to be the aggressor. You have to, again, shove it down their throats and force, force their hands. They got a nice drive going, and, and a lot of people, including myself, we give Wyatt Regaler the player of the game last night. That 75-yard interception return sealed the win, I thought, for you guys. But if Wade Regaler doesn't make the tackle on the third and two and make it fourth and six, you maybe don't get that pass play uh, on the next play to get the interception. Glidden might go in and score and grab the lead back. So what did you guys see uh, from Wade on that play? How was he be able to get pressure so quickly and make that big tackle? Again, just kind of just up front here again. They basically, by pressuring the line, they had, the line has to focus on the front guys, which gave Wade the opportunity to make that play. So again, the front guys have to set the tone with this game here. What's this win mean? I know it's the first win of the season for a lot of the young guys. It's their first win of their career, um, especially the freshmen here at the varsity level. But um, you're only three games into the season. You fought back twice. You fought back in the second half. What does this win mean, and what can it do for this team this season? Well, the first thing is obviously getting that monkey off the back. Just the first two games, we just played very tough competition. We were just young and still learning. Obviously, with this game, we're still each game we're getting better and better. So this is obviously going to help us building that momentum. Say, hey, we can compete the whole game. Now can we thrive the whole game? That's hopefully our next step with this group. 
Well, Coach, congratulations on the win here tonight. Uh, fun watching this group. I, I think for the next three, four years, it, it's going to be really, really enjoyable. And I'm sure our weave always has younger kids coming up into the program. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Congrats on this one and appreciate you joining us here tonight. Thanks, Jeff. You bet. One of the co-head coaches for the Arweva Rockets again, Isaac Schaefer's Arweva picking up a 38-28 victory over Glidden Ralston. When you buy from a local business like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the new Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7, Drew Derrickson. Finally joining me here uh, tonight, he's been busy talking to all the coaches. We'll run through the scores around the districts for you here for all our local teams. In Class 3A District 1, Carroll wins tonight 56-0 over Council Buffs' Thomas Jefferson. Harlan beats Sergeant Bluff Luton 42 to 14, Sergeant Bluffluton drops to 0 and 3 on the season. Boyden Hall Rock Valley gets their first win as they beat Unity Christian 20 to 0. Spencer on top of Bishop Heelan 31 to 7. MOC Floyd Valley beats Storm Lake 41 to 0. Carroll will play Storm Lake next week at home at the Carroll Stadium. West Lions 17 and then Sioux Center 0. In Class 1A District 8, uh, Kemper defeats Green County 35 to 0. Cherokee over MVAO COU 46-14. Ridgeview shuts out West Monona 35-0. OABCIG defeats the SAC Raiders 54-7. Clarenda tops Trainer 42-34. And Underwood at home beats St. Albert's 57-7. Class 1A District 2 South Central Calhoun on the road tonight as they beat as they lose to Emmitsburg 28-63. Belmont Clemmy loses to Newman Catholic Mason City 49-0. West, West Central Valley on top of Eagle Grove 13-12. West Marshall beats South Hamilton 41-6. Interstate 35 Truro beats Woodward Granger 24-14. Then Okaboji Milford on top of Manson Northwest Webster 32-0. In Class 1A District 8, excuse me, Class A District 8, uh, IKM Manning uh, does fall to Woodbury Central by a score of 40-0. to zero. Uh, Loma beats Westwood Sloan 14-6. Galen Catholic over Lawton Bronson 35-0. And Tri-Center shuts out Missouri Valley 63-0. Eight-man District 1, the Arweva Rockets get their first win of the season as they beat Glidden Ralston 38-28. Remsen St. Mary rolls past Siouxland Christian 73-0. Newell Fund on top of River Valley 48-6. Then Harris Lake Park at Kingsley Pearson in a close one. Harris Lake Park wins 40-37. to In 8-man District 10, the Ottoman Wheelers fall on the road to Fremont Mills Tabor 44-0. Exira at home defeats Woodbine 41-8. Coon Rapids Baird picks up their second win in a row with a score of 35-7 over Boyer Valley. And Wes Harrison in a tight one over Caminita by a score of 29-22. 
We'll hear from head coach Ryan Steinkamp coming up next as Kemper won tonight 35-0. Drew, you were at the game. The game was here on KCIM. What were some of the good takeaways you could take away from Kemper's you know, pretty big win tonight? It was a big win. I think everyone's kind of surprised by the margin. I think Kemper thought they could hang with Greene County. Um, but really, Kemper dominated in all three facets of the game. Had an early interception that they ran down. Uh, ended up punching in. I think uh, DJ Vanami had, had three touchdowns. Um, on quarterback keepers actually he might have had four and then uh, obviously Tay broke broke a long one there too at the end uh, but you know they just they were dominant from start to finish and there's just really no doubt Steinkamp had the Knights ready tonight we'll listen to him next coming up right here on the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show on KCIM along with Kick 106.7 being a part of a team is not only fun it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships this is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. We want to welcome you back here to the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show. Tyler Bruner here at the Carroll Athletic Stadium. Man, what a humongous game for the Kemper Knights here tonight. We're joined by head coach Ryan Steinkamp. Coach, coming into this contest, you know Greene County was going to be a tough game. Has always been a tough game. A bit of a rivalry game here tonight. Did you ever imagine you were going to blank them out 35-0? You know, it comes down to these games soon enough. Our first game of the schedule, you know, the goal is just, it's just to win the games. You know, I really don't care, you know, how. I know, obviously, we played three very good teams, you know, it still was a close game, you know, throughout the whole way, you know, I'm always, I'm always kind of uptight, like, I never feel like the game's over type deal, so I, I don't really relax, the kids trying to ask me in the fourth quarter, coach, you relax, I'm like, no, not yet, and so it, it, it was just great to see them play as a team overall, you know, we, we keep grinding, we keep coaching, and we start some guys in there, you know, hey, we're, we're communicating, we're talking about, it, you know, we wanted to keep that goose egg up there, and those guys that came in at the end did not let up, and that was great to see. I was going to say, you know, Green County at times looking like they were running downhill very well, getting through that defensive line, but then the big story for them was penalties. They would go and get a big run, then they'd be brought back a couple of yards. Uh, what did that team do for you offensively? Because it looked like they were running downhill very good. Yeah, they did a good job. You know, we switched up our fronts a little bit. We knew we were vulnerable, but we know they had some big playmakers on the outside. We wouldn't take that away. So, you know, we knew we had to sacrifice some, but, you know, we were able to get up the field several times when we had to. We made some, we had some great blitz calls and things too. And the kids, we tackled very well in that too. And that was great to see. I mean, a few missed ones that I would like to have, right. but overall, like, no one got loose and we were hustling and flying to the ball. So that, you know, kudos to the defense and the kids for that. They played relentless. And that big thing too is I thought you guys stopped their quarterback very well too. I mean, he was a guy who was a dual threat quarterback. We talked a little bit about that in the pregame show. For sure. I mean, he was able to run it, but not really able to pass it tonight. So talk about what you kind of did to stop his uh, weapons out in the outfield. Oh, you no, know, we did. We varied the blitzes up a lot. Hey, Coach Stevens did a great job being my ear about mixing sure the blitzes. And, our, and, our, and we knew with the blitzing coming, we knew that, you know, our GBs have got a little more comfortable each game that we, we start bringing them closer up there to make those plays. And, you know, paid off. Had a couple nice, a couple nice plays for our guys out there tonight. I want to talk about Chris Moore because, man, he was a playmaker here tonight. A fumble recovery, a blocked punt. Talk 
talk to me just about his performance here tonight. Uh, it was great. You know, he, he played. You know, he, I told I talked before the game. You know, can we switch positions with him this week and say that just, just let the game come to you? Don't try to do too much. Let it relax. And he did that. He was focused. He's locked in. Um, I did. I, I did give him some crap though. Like, dude, you block a punt like that. You gotta try and scoop and score. You gotta try. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. so we'll, we'll give him some some uh, beef on that watching film. But no, he played. He played well tonight. Tackled very well. Um, did, did a great job overall tonight. Talk to me about their defense because all of your scores coming within their red zone off of really good defensive plays. It looked like they were trying to take away your run game pretty well here tonight. Yeah, they, I mean, they did a great job. They, they were in our stuff all night. They gave our O-line fits. I know we were trying to figure out ways to stop them. So, But that's when, you know, we had, we had to play small ball tonight. And that is, that's why as a team win, defense, special teams, and offense, said we had five touchdowns when, when, we, when we needed them. So, I mean, it wasn't like, you know, the first two games we had some big plays. This was a grinded out, tough game against a very physical, very well-coached team. And talk about coming into halftime. Obviously, you held that lead, but obviously I knew there were some things you wanted to fix. So what were some things defensively you were talking to you guys about just to fix in that second half? Oh, we talked about small ball. I feel like the first half, you know, offensively, we try to do too much, the big plays. And, like, guys, the wind's blowing here. You know, defense is playing great. We have field position. Like, just just take what's there. Keep the sticks moving. Play sound ball. And then defensively, we're just kind of prepared. They had some they had some stuff. We knew they had an offense. They had it ran yet. So we're just being ready for that, too. And the kids were. I mean, they were looking for it. They were smining it down. Um, they caught us a couple times on a screen. But we had great pursuit, great tackling. And it was great to see some different guys uh, step up tonight. The other guy I kind of want to put some uh, good notes to, Tommy Fitzsimmons. I mean, he is just a great kicker for you guys. I mean, kicking just all the kick. He got every single field goal you guys got. And then the kickoff, he was just great, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. having that wind at his back is great. But even when he kicked in the wind, it was, it was a great kick, too. So, you now he's, he's getting stronger each game and stuff. So, it's, it's great to see. It's a good weapon to have. I want to talk about next week, MVAOCOU. They're another team that's struggling here tonight. They're 0-2 coming into tonight. I know you haven't had time to look at film, but what have you heard about this team and what are you looking to plan to go up against them? Um, you know, I said this is kept these first three games are great, they're toughest, but it's preseason. It's 0-0 now. Maple Valley is district start. Everybody gets a fresh start. So like we will we'll take we'll tell the guys enjoy this one tonight, but next starting tomorrow, we're gonna we're gonna transition, we're gonna start taking care of business. So um, that's those are the games that really matter. Yeah. So for yep. What are some tweaks you're gonna look to do offensively and defensively for that game? I just cleaned up, you know, I think when it comes to that, you know, work work on the basics, work on the fundamentals. You know, these first couple games, we had to do a lot of scheming. And I was a little nervous because we had to have practice with the basic as much. So not yeah. going into the gaze games like okay, we gotta get we have we have some game plans in, we gotta get back to the basics of blocking, tackling, all all those simple things. Well, Coach, a humongous 35-0 win against a great Green County team. Uh, congratulations, first of all, and then good luck against MVAOCOU. Thank you. I'm going to give a shout-out to the crowd in that, too. They're awesome having the cheer thing here. Um, our, our favorite honorary captain, Austin Malhoff, coming out. That was just awesome to see him. Our guys always play uh, in, inspired when he's here, too. And it's great to have Cole Hanlos on the sideline as well, too. So it's great having that support and yeah. uh, having our guys together. Absolutely right. Well, Coach, congratulations. And, of course, we'll uh, talk to you more about this next game coming up for MVAOCOU. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Absolutely. Let's get you back to the studio on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Tyler Bruner reporting. When you buy from a local business like one of the New Way Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. AM 95.1 FM KCIM 
The Audubon Wheelers lose tonight as they drop another game on the season, 44-0 to to Fremont Mills Tabor. We'll hear from head coach Sean Burks coming up in just a little bit. Drew, you were able to talk to Coach Burks. Uh, obviously, the Wheelers not out to play an Audubon brand of football yet so far in the season. You know, What were some of the things that Burke had to say? Uh, well, just it's been a tough schedule. He knew this was going to be a tough one, too. Um, he just said that, you know, right now, uh, Fremont's just in a different class as Audubon is. But, um, you know, still, uh, they're 1-0 in their district, though, so they still got a chance to, to do some things and, and win the district, and they've still got some goals they can certainly still achieve. We'll hear from head coach Sean Burks coming up right after this break. You listen to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Welcome back to the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the Ottoman Wheelers, Sean Burks. Wheelers did fall tonight to Fremont Mills Tabor by a score of 44-0. Uh, coach, we knew this was going to be a, a, a tough battle coming into it. Um, what was the, kind of the pulse of the game here for you? Uh, yeah, we just, you know, we, we knew it was going to be tough. I still like you know, some things we could do tonight, but they just, they're they are on a different level than we are right now, and they were a lot more physical. Uh, they just, I think that was the biggest difference. I mean, football's a very physical game, and they were the hammer and we were the nail for four quarters. So it was, that's a good team, but we also have a lot of other good teams ahead of us, so we've got a, we've got a lot of reflecting to do to figure out what we need to do so it doesn't keep happening. What are a couple things offensively uh, that you were trying to do tonight? Um, did they load the box? Was it? Did you have forced to pass, or what were they? I guess what were they doing to you? You know, their their defense doesn't change a whole lot week to week. They they keep a safety out a lot of the times, so the numbers are there to run. But their their D line is so good, and their linebackers are so good, they get away with it. So they just the, the numbers weren't there to push the ball downfield. So they dare you to run the ball, which you know we're, we're, we we t- took that, but we just we didn't do it very successfully. I mean, there was there was times where we broke off some yards, but we had some drive killing holding penalties, we had a drive killing, just some drive killing you know execution mistakes where we got hit for tackles for us. We had a bad pitch, you know, just, we had a bad snap. We just we just didn't execute well enough. Defensively, what 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 was the strategy going into it? How do you try to slow a team down like Fremont? You know, we knew they were going to run the ball at us. We knew pretty much what they were going to run. It's just uh, it doesn't make it any easier to stop. And they they did a great job executing against us. And then all you know, then they they get us a couple scores, and you start creeping more guys in the box. Then they hit us for a touchdown pass early in the third quarter. So, you know, they. You know, it, it's tough. You start selling out, you get vulnerable somewhere else. So, you know, they they ran the ball all over us tonight and then took their shots in the air when they wanted to. But for the most part, it was their ground attack. They just they just leaned on us and 
you know, they got some chunks, and then later in the game, those chunks became pretty explosive plays. So, uh, plenty, plenty to learn from there. Special teams wise, how did how did your team fare on the special teams part of the game? We did all right. Uh, we our return game did okay. Uh, we had plenty of chances to return kicks. Uh, we punted the ball a few times. Uh, um, just nothing, nothing game changing in on either aspects there. Looking ahead to next week, uh, home against Exira. Uh, what do you know about them? Uh, they're pretty good. They uh, they were a playoff team last year. They went down to the wire with West Harrison last week. Uh, West Harrison turns around and beats Cam tonight. Um, so the you know, our district looks like they've got some pretty good teams in it, and we'll have our hands full with a you know a team that knows us pretty well. That's going to be well coached. That's going to be hungry for. A win at our place. We're going to have our hands full. So it's been a daunting schedule, obviously, so far and going forward. Um, what's what's the the take as far as what's the team and and you know what's how do they feel? Are they getting frustrated or or is everybody still staying positive? We'll find out. We'll find out how next week goes. Um, you know, we're zero three in non district, but that has no bearing on our playoff standing. We're we're one and zero in the the eye of the state, you know. So, team. So yeah, we're as far as playoff standings go, we're position A. But at the same time, you know, Boyer Valley is a team that's struggling a little bit. We got a lot of teams ahead of us in the stretch that have been having a lot of success. So you know, our our next five games are all district play, and there's not a there's not an easy win in there. So we're it's all about Izari HK and doing what we can do to keep ourselves at, uh, at the top of the district. So coming into the season, you know, you had a lot of holes to fill, a lot of guys to replace. Um, after this many games, do you feel like some of the guys are settling into their roles? Uh, yeah, we've got some guys figuring things out. Uh, it just, it's just tough because, you know, there's, there's still some spots where, you know, we're not sure what our best option is. And hopefully we'll keep seeing some competition in practice. We got our first JV game in the other day. It's saw some nice things from some of those kids. So uh, you know, there's there's still some things that could be moved around a little bit. What's a couple things you want to work on going into this next week as far as practice goes? Well, we got to figure out how to get more physical next Friday night. Uh, you know, and as far as we go, that's in all aspects. You know, our offense put up a goose egg. Uh, you just can't get shut out, especially in eight-man football. So they're there's a lot of reflecting there. We got to get more physical on on the offensive side and defensive. We got to we got to tackle better. We got to rally to the ball better. We got to get off blocks and the physicality is the big piece that, that showed up tonight. So uh, we'll we'll see what happens in second practice. Hopefully, the kids come ready to go. I know playing anxiety HK is usually a game that everyone in our area gets pretty up for, and we'll have to get our heads back together and figure out a way to get get up for next Friday, which should be easy to get up for that one. You know, there's a lot ahead of us. Uh, we like our guys. We like our chances. We've had a tough schedule, and we'll, we're definitely battle-tested. So we'll be ready for another quality team next Friday. Absolutely. The guys are be definitely jazzed up for that one. Um, health-wise, um, depth-wise, everybody been fairly healthy, or, or how's the depth coming along as well? Uh, we're doing okay. we got to get a few guys dinged up, but no major injuries. We should have everyone next week again. All right, well, Coach, thank you um, for your time. 
and for the conversation. Obviously, tough schedule, but keep battling and you know still one and zero in the district and a lot to play for. Yeah, yeah, we're one and zero, and the next five games all matter. So we got to start racking up wins and move forward. Thank you. Absolutely, you've been listening to head coach Sean Burks of the Ottoman Wheelers. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt and Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit brunerlegal.com. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never frozen Midwest raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen. On 1380 a.m. and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol. One, two, three. KCIM and Kick 1067 Sports presents the New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show. A complete rundown of all tonight's high school football action. The New Way Ford Friday Night Scoreboard Show is brought to you by Bruner, Bruner, Reinhardt, and Morton, Culver's, Next Gen Chiropractic, DMAC Carroll Campus, Gatorade, distributed by Pepsi Cola Bottlers, Mackey Motors in Lake City. Stein Seeds, Roselle Mutual Insurance, and by the Audubon Recreation Center. Now, let's get you the scores from all tonight's action. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. The Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders get two straight wins. Earning college credit while in high school is a smart choice. Area high school students have several college class options available to them through the DMAC Carroll campus at no cost to them. High school students, talk to your high school counselor today to learn how DMAC college credit can be part of your high school plan at no cost to you. Explore your future now by contacting the DMAC Carroll campus at 792-1755. That's 792-1755. When you buy from a local business like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. 
Welcome back to the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the Coon Rapids Baird Crusaders, Chris Moore, fresh off a 35-7 win over Booyer Valley. Coach, two in a row, that's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was just a beautiful night of football. You know, a little fall weather, it cooled down for us. Um, you know, we came out and got after them right away. The kids played great. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we still turned the, we turned the ball over four times tonight. Um, and, uh, you know, that's not very good. But uh, turning it over four times and still coming out with the, with the win um, just shows how the kids uh, are really resilient and respond and, and don't hang their heads after, you know, bad things happen to us. Yeah, it's a little easier pill to swallow when you win versus a loss with four turnovers. Um, so, what was that? Was it fumbles, interceptions, or, or what was? What were the turnovers? You know, the second play of the game, we came at them with a little trick play uh, again, and we tried to do a little reverse pass, and uh, and, and uh, we had uh, Cal Hayden in there, and he kind of walked on to the one receiver, and we had another guy over in the corner doing jumping jacks wide open, you know. Um, so we just missed on there, and, and in the wind, kind of held the ball up, so they, they were able to get underneath there and pick that, and then and then we had three fumbles. Um, but we were fortunate too; we still had like I think four fumble snaps that we were able to get on. Um, you know, we just got to you know come back to practice and work on that and get that cleaned up because uh, yeah, if we do that, uh, continue to do that, we're going to get beat. Uh, offensively, was it the run game or pass game, or what was what was working tonight? It was our ground game. That's you know that's our bread and butter. Uh, Wyatt. Had 125 yards. Uh, Lance, 125. Uh, Jacob Strada, you know, he had only 17 yards, but they were hard-earned uh, runs right up the middle. And then uh, Omarion Floyd, just again, 71 yards for us. Uh, just you know, just had an awesome night again. Floyd's kind of been a spark plug. He had a good game last week. Uh, how do you get all these guys touches? Uh, it's, it's a workout. Uh, uh, I'm trying to make sure and try to keep them all happy, but you know they're all just great kids, hardworking, and uh, you know with you know without the offensive line up front, there uh, you know those guys are nothing, and and you know we still had some breakdowns and we got things to clean up, but uh, you know it's it's on the up and up, and you know the kids come back every week hungry and and get after it. So I know you'd said that uh, you know Boyers had some decent sized kids on the line, but you thought maybe you guys were quicker and could get to the edge. Was that the case? Yeah, and then uh, and two also they really flowed hard and and we had our most success right up the middle. You know we took it right at them, and and that was credit to the offensive line just you know buckling it down and 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 uh, getting a good push. But uh, you know for the most part, uh, yeah, we were we were really quick off the ball um we fell asleep a little bit there in the second uh, quarter um but then the kids came out in the second half and really responded so defensively you give up uh, just seven points that's a couple weeks in a row where the defense has been good um what was the key to defense tonight uh just everyone played well uh the seven points we gave up was right before halftime uh they they started spreading us out and throwing the ball and uh you know, they moved it on us a couple times. We had some miscommunication. Um, and, uh, you know, and then uh, the quarterback's really good on his feet. He rolled out on us on a play. Uh, and uh, we bid on him because he's so good on his feet, and he was able to just dump it right over top of us. And that's how they got, you know, their touchdown later late. And, um, you know, we just regrouped at halftime, and the kids obviously came out and executed in the second half and kept them scoreless. 
So confidence-wise, couple wins in a row. Um, looking ahead now to is it Woodbine next week? I believe. Um, what's the yeah? We what, travel to Woodbine. Yep, Woodbine next week. Um, we go on the road over there. Um, I, I think they end up losing again tonight. I heard. Um, so they're still hungry, looking for a win. I, I do know it's their homecoming, so you know those kids will be fighting over there, and it's always a battle over there uh, when we go play Woodbine. So what's Woodbine like to do offensively? I'm not for sure. I haven't looked that far ahead uh, yet. We'll get film on them. I know they got they got they're young. They, uh, they got a couple prior kids again that are freshmen. Um, the ones at quarterback, I think they do like to pass the ball. And that, normally, that's what they do. Uh, I'm assuming uh, with a young quarterback, that's what they'll continue to do. So, what's going to be the the theme for this week's practice as far as your team and and things that you want to work on? You know, we got to take care of ourselves. Number one, we got to get better with our center quarterback exchange. We got to have better ball security, right? Because we can't have those four four turnovers again and the the mishandle and the snaps. And then, you know, we got to stay hungry and stay physical. You know, really proud of the kids tonight uh, out there. You know, like I, we talked earlier, how big they were. Um, you know, our kids did not back down one bit, and, and we just outplayed them and. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun to see and, and super proud of the kids for just going out there and, and competing like that. So what is something that you tell them, you know, if you're undersized a little bit, how do you, how do you use that so your advantage still, you know, and, and still be successful? Well, you know, uh, we're fortunate enough to have some good speed. And so, you know, we got you know, we got to be quick off the ball. And then, you know, there's still times, you know, uh, they beat us up a little bit inside there, but, uh, you know, the kids, you know, you always tell them, get back up and tell them you're coming back for more. And, you know, I, I don't know. The kids just um, have great attitudes and, and just love to compete. And, and that makes it my job easy and Coach Jay Moore and Coach Johnson's job easy because uh, uh, they just want to compete so much and, and they just leave everything on the field for us. So you said you maybe were a little nicked up coming into the week. Uh, how'd you come out of this game and depth-wise, how you looking? Uh, good. Uh, we didn't have any injuries, and hopefully uh, we get Mason Betts back. Uh, he he um, hurt his uh, knee uh, week one, and, and he's recovering from that. Um, we did lose Parker Hayes uh, in the JV game. Uh, he has a, a broken leg, so hopefully he can get a speedy recovery and be back here in four weeks. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we're looking to get those guys back. But otherwise, everyone that played tonight is uh, you know feeling pretty good. Excellent. Two wins in a row, heading on to Woodbine next week. Um, what else? Any other final comments here on tonight? Uh, just, again, just what a great night for football. And just, uh, you know, proud of all these kids on the team. And and also, too, thanks to, you know, everyone that came out and supported us. And thanks to my assistant coaches, um, you know, too. And uh, just go CRB. Thank you. Absolutely. Great night tonight for the Crusaders. Uh, they do beat Boyer Valley by a score of 35-7. to You've been listening to head coach Chris Moore, and I'm Drew Derrickson from the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a general practice law firm that's been providing highly ethical, professional, and dedicated legal services to their clients since 1936 in Carroll, Glidden, Coon Rapids, and Guthrie Center communities. Bruner Bruner, Reinhardt & Morton is a four-attorney firm with a combined 97 years of experience. For more information, call Barry, Dave, Eric, or Jessica at 792-3480 or visit BrunerLegal.com.
Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. Casey Miners, Drew Derrickson here with you. We've listened to six coaches so far. we still got three more to talk to. Let's run through those scores again real quick for you. In Class 3A District 1, Carroll beats Council Bluffs Thomas Jefferson tonight 56-0. Harlan on top of Sergeant Bluff Luton 42-14. Boyden Hall Rock Valley 20, Unity Christian 0. Spencer beats Bishop Heelan 31-7 in MOC Floyd Valley on top of Storm Lake 41-0. And then West Lyon and Sioux Center, West Lyon wins 17-0. Class 1A District 8, Kemper at home defeats Green County 35-0. Cherokee over MVAO COU 46-14. Ridgeview shuts out West Monona 35-0. OABCIG on the road over East Sac 54-7. Clorenda defeats Trainer 42-34, and Underwood at home big over St. Albert 57-7. South Central Calhoun loses tonight to Emmitsburg 63-28. Okaboji Milford on top of Manson Northwest Webster 32-0. Newman Catholic Mason City beat Belmont Clemmy 49-0. Interstate 35 Truro on top of Woodward Granger 24-14. West Central Valley beats Eagle Grove 13-12 and West Marshall on top of South Hamilton, 41-6. Class A, District 8, Woodbury Central shuts out IKM Manning, 40-0. Loma on the road over Westwood, Sloan in a tight one, 14-6. Galen Catholic shuts out Lawton Bronson, 35-0, and Tri-Center over Missouri Valley, 63-0. Eight-man District 1 on KKRL, the Arweva Rockets beat Glidden Ralston, 38-28. Harris Lake Park and Kingsley Pearson were in a good one. Harris Lake Park came out on top, 40-37. St. Mary's Remsen beats Siouxland Christian, 73-0. And Newell Fonda tops River Valley, 48-6. Eight-man District 10, Fremont Mills Tabor over Audubon, 44-0. Exira Elkhorn Kimmelton, 41, Woodbine, 8. Coon Rapids Baird at home over Boyer Valley, 35-7. And West Harrison on the road defeats Caminita 29-22. Looking at some of the scores from around the state, AHTSW Avoca on top of Southeast Southwest Valley 28-0. Albernet beats Lisbon 14-0. Algona on top of Gardner Hayfield Ventura 34-7. Atlantic beats Shenandoah 26-0. Moderate Ferrar tops Gilbert 48-7. Carlisle on top of Knoxville 49-0. Cedar Rapids, Xavier, 40, Waller, Dubuque, 7. Central Lion beats West Sioux, 44-6. Crescent Orient, Mattsburg on top of Denison, Sluswig, 35-9. We'll go ahead, step away. we got more interviews coming up next here. You're listening to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show on Kick 106.7 along with KCIM. We love our sports and we know you do too. But some people take their love of their teams to the next level and they're super fans. No matter what the sport, they are always cheering on their team. This is sports director Jeff Blankman. Each of our local schools have super fans, and we want to hear about them. Get to carolbroadcasting.com and nominate your high school's biggest super fan. Tell us about them and include a picture with your entry. It's easy to do through our website or mobile app. Each week, starting September 12th, we will pick our super fan of the week. We will pick a total of four weekly superfans from our area high schools, and from those four superfans, one grand prize winner will win $200 worth of new team gear, plus we'll make a donation of $200 to the Superfans Booster Club in the winner's name. 
You know a super fan? Get to carolbroadcasting.com and enter them today. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM. Looking at some more of those out-of-town scoreboards. Don Bosco, Gilbert's Bill on top of Collins-Maxwell tonight, 86-12. Eastern Valley beats Midland, beats Midland Wyoming, 50-6. Glenwood on top of Council Bluffs, Abraham Lincoln, 40-6. Grundy Center over Waspy Valley, Freakbird, 20-7. Indianola on top of Pella, 33-19. Madrid over Ogden, 32-13. Mount Air beats Riverside, Oakland, 41-15. Northland, Troy Mills over Bellevue, 48-13. North Scott Eldridge, 31. Assumption, Davenport, 14. Pleasant Valley, 14. Linmore, Morian, 7. That game was in overtime. Red Oak over Nottoway Valley, 36-0. The number one team in Class 5A Southeast Polk wins tonight over Waukee Northwest, 42-21. St. Edmunds of Fort Dodge beats Northern Iowa Buffalo Center, 48-18. Van Meter on top of Winterset, 42-7. Waverly Shell Rock on top of Webster City, 28-0. Those are the out-of-town scores that we have so far. We'll update those as more come in throughout the night. We've heard from six coaches so far. we still got three more to go. We'll go ahead, step away, be right back with some more coaches here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. When you buy from a local business like one of the new Auto Group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. Mackey Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top-of-the-line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, we are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. 
Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. When you buy from a local business, like one of the new auto group dealerships, the money stays right here in the local community. Supporting local businesses helps our local economy, and that lets us help local organizations, schools, and giving back to our community. Good luck to all players from the New Way Auto Group dealerships with locations in Coon Rapids, Jefferson, and Pocahontas. The Audubon Recreation Center is the board and bus your family is looking for. Enjoy fun activities including an arcade and batting cage, eight lanes of bowling, racquetball court, soft play area, even grab a bite to eat and a cold drink from their full bar. You're guaranteed to have a great time with the whole family at the Audubon Recreation Center. No membership is required. The Audubon Recreation Center, just south of Albert the Bull in Audubon, Iowa. Open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturdays, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And Sundays open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Welcome back to the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the IK Manning Wolves, Corey McCarvel. Wolves did fall tonight to Woodbury Central by a score of 40-0. to zero. Coach, it's always good to visit with you. Uh, tell me a little bit about the game tonight. Yeah, Woodbury Central, they're... Uh, a very very talented football team that are well coached. They, you know, there's a reason that they're ranked so high in the state rankings, and there's a reason they've been to the to the dome the last few years. And you know, we had a good start with them. You know, that they started with the ball in offense, and we were able to get a interception on their first possession, and you know, we were able to scratch out a couple first downs, and you know, that just kind of unfortunately was a theme. We were able to kind of move the ball at times, and we just were we were more inconsistent than I'd like. Um, you know, we'd scratch out a couple first downs, and then when he'd have a blown-up play or a penalty, and we just, you know, we had a hard time getting out of our own way at times tonight. Offensively, with those first downs, what what uh, was working for you? You know, we were able to get a little bit of our running game going. It was, you know, they're very athletic, and they run to the ball really well. Um, we were able to hit on a couple counter plays. You know, I was really pleased with how we played in the first half. You know, late in the second quarter, we, you know, we were down six nothing. Um, unfortunately, we we gave up two touchdowns late in the late in the second quarter there to go down eighteen nothing. Um, you know, it kind of took the wind out of our sails. Even right before half, though, you know, I love the energy and effort of the guys. We were able to have a couple of pass plays that hit for some yards. Um, you know, we got down, you know, down near the red zone, but we just kind of ran out of time in the first half. So I know being physical was one some of the points of emphasis these last couple of weeks. Uh, did you feel like your team was more physical tonight? Yeah, you know we've really stressed you know trying to be more physical at the point of attack, um, and that they, you know they're very athletic, so that they make that really challenging. Um, the other thing that we really wanted to stress is just kind of continue to grow and get better, really not make the same mistakes week in and week out. Um, you know when you play a really good team, every time that there's a mental lapse or any you're out of position or you're out, you're out of step that, you know, it just seems like they expose it for big yards instead of, you know, making a mistake for an eight yard game that, you know, you make a mistake and they score a touchdown is what it seemed like tonight. But, you know, hopefully uh, we can watch some tape and continue to grow and, and continue to learn from our mistakes. 
Defensively, how did the guys do tonight? Um, I'm sure there was some some good plays there. Yeah, you know, Eli Dreyer had a nice interception on their first play, as I mentioned before. I thought Ben Langle, you know, he's really kind of coming into his own at the defensive end position. I thought he played really well. Nolan Kirkhoff, I thought, did a really nice job. He's kind of bouncing between defensive tackle and inside linebacker. I thought he did uh, a nice job, and I thought Cooper Romeyer did a nice job um, at the backer kind of corner position. Um, you know, overall, I, I was pleased with the effort. It just seems like every time that you, you you make a mistake, that you just get exposed for big yards. So you've got some guys that that are gaining experience as this season goes on. Um, have some of the guys started to to settle in to their roles, or is there still kind of some moving parts? Yeah, you, know, you know, we're playing a lot of young guys. Um, I think that's something that you know. There's a couple things that people need to understand. We're, we're playing a lot of young guys, and they're they're kind of figuring out as we go here, and they are getting better. And the other thing I think people need to understand is, you know, we're, we're 0-3 right now, but those the combined record of those three teams after tonight is, you know, those teams are 8-1, and one, and two of them are ranked. And, you know, Westwood's the only team, they lost to Logan tonight in a close game. But So the teams that we've played are all very, very good teams. So, you know, there's nothing for them to hang their hat on. And, you know, we have there's a lot of season left, and we just have to look forward. So growth-wise, you feel like each week the team's gotten better? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you look at week one to now, I, I think we have we have improved. We have gotten better. Um, you know, the, the, we just need to get a win and, the, uh, you know, a, a, a win in the column there and continue to, to move forward and, you know, continue to uh, get better. Moving forward uh, next week, uh, home game against uh, Missouri Valley. Um what do you know about them? I know that they have a lot of young players. Um, I know that the scorers haven't been great. I need I need to watch some more tape on them. Um, you know, to me, I, I am still nervous. It's it's our homecoming game, and there's a ton of distractions every time we have homecoming week. And hopefully, the guys remember that at the end of the day, it's a homecoming football game, and hopefully, the focus is on the game and not all the other things that go with it. How as a coach do you do you? Do you balance that? You know, the kids want to have fun and experience, obviously, the homecoming activities, but then how do you, how do you keep them, you know, hey, we got a game to play yet? Well, the thing that we've always tried to remind our guys is, you know, the homecoming, it's, it's a heck of a lot funner if you can win the football game. So let's try to enjoy, enjoy the week, and you have to take part in those festivities, but the idea is we have to continue to get better. We have to continue to improve. And, it, and the homecoming event is a heck of a lot fun, funner if there's a if there's a win in the column. So, looking forward to this next week of practice. Uh, what are some things that you, you really want to focus on and, and and correct going into this next game? Well, obviously, we want to continue to try to build some continuity along the offensive line. Uh, we we had some breakdowns in the secondary, so we'll continue to you know work with our secondary guys. And, you know, and we'll just try to continue to build depth. You know, we're we're trying to bring in some guys um, in different positions, and we're going to have to continue to have guys learn multiple positions. Then that's how we build depth. Um, you know, when you don't have a ton of guys out for a ton of guys out, that's what you have to do. We have to have guys that know two positions. But so we'll just kind of continue to have them learn and progress within our offense and defense. So would you say, though, as this is going on, though, that they're definitely, you know, guys learning two positions, very capable of obviously doing that, and, and they're, they're heading the way you want them to? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's, 
I think everybody wants the same thing at the end, and they want to be the best football team that they can be, and that's where their goal is, and that's where their heads are, and uh, everyone's going to have what their role in that progress and that for a progression is going to be. So what's the morale of this team right now? Obviously, it's been a tough schedule. Um, everybody's still real positive, just looking forward to the, ne- the next week? Yeah, I mean, we'll find out more next week, but the thing that I'm going to really stress to them is, you know, we're 0-3, uh, but I don't, I don't think that really indicates where we are as a football team. I mean, you play Woodbury Central. I mean, they're ranked very high in the state. You play Avoca, who's they're ranked now. You play a very good, very physical Westwood team, and we were right there with them. So, yes, we're zero three, but we've played three really good football teams. Absolutely, so re- nothing to hang their head about. You're absolutely right. Your record is not indicative of, of the quality of, of your team, Coach. Um, I just want to thank you tonight for your time, um, and good luck uh, next week and, and going forward. Thank you. Absolutely. You've been listening to head coach Corey McCarville of the IKM Manning Wolves. I'm Drew Derrickson from the New Way Ford Scoreboard Show. Scoring a touchdown takes great effort and teamwork. Hi, this is Kelly. Before you start passing, blocking, and running, get Roselle Mutual on your team so that when life intercepts, your farm, home, cars, and toys are protected from a pick six. Roselle Mutual, a partner of Grinnell Mutual, has been around as long as football, serving Carroll and the surrounding communities with hard work and dedication it takes to make a great team. Score your next touchdown by visiting Roselle Mutual. We're here to protect you from life's interceptions. Call 712-792-4525 or stop in today. Welcome back into the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on Kick 106.7 along with KCIM. KC Miners joined along here beside Drew Derrickson and Sports Director Jeff Blankman making a guest appearance uh, tonight. Jeff, you were over in Westside for the Arweva game tonight. Arweva did win 38-28. to We've heard from both co-head coach Isaac Schaefer and Craig Lynch. You know, what were some of your takeaways from tonight's game? Um, I, I think for both teams, for our Weva tonight, uh, really good win for them and a growing experience for a very, very young team. I, 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 people probably get tired of hearing me say it. I've been saying it now for about four or five weeks ever since we did the preseason interviews, but seven of their 15 kids are freshmen, uh, and a lot of the guys on the field having to make plays are freshmen. And uh, to be able to battle back, you fall down 14 to nothing at home in the first five, six minutes of, of your first home game. Um, they score on their first two drives, and, and, and you struggle uh, offensively, minus the one play that got called back on a penalty. Um, you know, they go three and out their first two possessions, and you find a way to come back and get up 12 at halftime. And then Glidden comes out and, and comes out with more energy to start the second half and punches you in the face. and takes the lead at, at, at 28-26. I mean, you look at those first three possessions for, you know, are we in the second half? Three plays and out. Interception on the first play, three plays and out. You look at the first two possessions for Glidden in the second half, both touchdowns. Next thing you know, it's 28-26, and they responded. A young group responded. Uh, they get the kickoff return. They find Wade Regaller, who is going to be, or White Regaller, excuse me, the freshman, who's going to be special. 
and man, he put his foot in the ground and he darted down the field and and almost scored. And for Glidden, it was lucky that Emmett Snyder got a piece of him and kind of held on and allowed Waylon Hine to catch him and and tackle him. Otherwise, it would have been a score in one play. But then the next play, you know, I know Iowa fans are are gonna shake their head, but you know, I said it in the game. Um, they ran an option, and it looked like Tommy Frazier pitching it to Amon Green in the uh, 1996 Fiesta Bowl against Florida, and 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 uh, Wade takes it in untouched for the touchdown, and and within two plays they're back up, and then Glidden's driving down the field, and looking like they're going to go in to score, and and a freshman again. Uh, comes up and Wyatt Regaler makes an interception, returns at 75 yards. So to battle back twice after getting dominated in weeks one and week two, to fall down 14 to nothing early, to give up a 12-point lead right away in the second half, and to battle back and then make a play to be able to win the game. Uh, it says a lot about the character of, of this young group and the competitiveness of this young group. And then for Glidden Ralston, still growing. They were the bigger team tonight. You know, Craig Lynch wants to run the football. He wants to physically beat you up. And in the second half, they were able to do that for, you know, a a good portion of their drives in the second half. But as he said, still got to figure out how to win. They haven't won for a few years over there. And and as everybody knows, Coach said it in the interview, winning is not easy. It's hard. Uh, And when you haven't had that success, finding a way to be able to win and make plays. You know, they've got it third and two at the five. And I literally remember saying to Craig Lux, who helped me call the game, I said, you know what? I says, if I'm glidden right now, you're, you're controlling things up front. You're pushing them around a little bit for really the first time in the game. You don't care if you don't get first down on this third and two. You're in two down territory. Burn up some clock, you know, get the first down. You know, uh, if it takes you three, four more plays to get in and score from the five-yard line, you just want to get the lead back. If you score right away, okay, good. But, you know, you're fine with it. Takes you a few plays. Wade Regaler comes right through the middle and stuffs that third down. And all of a sudden, instead of it being maybe fourth and a half a yard or a first and goal, it's fourth and six. And the whole game changed, really, on that play. So they've, they've got to figure out how to win that battle up front when they're the bigger and the more physical team. They've got to win that battle up front in that situation. That game turned really on that third down play. Um, So they've got some really special guys in the backfield. Ethan Olberding I think is going to be really good. Um, I was really impressed with Emmett Snyder tonight running the football. Physical kid that's got some breakaway speed. Jackson Sklenar. Oof, did he put some licks on some guys when he was running the football? There was one time he was running down the sideline over the Arweva sideline, and all you saw was the Arweva guy going backwards through the air. <laughs> um, he 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 didn't step out of bounds. He lowered the shoulder and and, and put a, a lick on a guy. Um, so they've got the ability to run the game, but for them it's going to have to start up front. But part of it again, learning to win, and, and that's not always easy. Yeah, and the future the future's got to be bright for both teams. You know, yes. young kids really showed what they had tonight yep. on both sides of the ball. Yeah, absolutely. And both teams will be fine by the end of the season. I I, I said it in the in the post game with with uh, Craig Lux. I said, you know, I says I look at this Arweva team not just this year um, when they start to finally figure things out completely. Wow, the athletes they can put at you. Um, you know, those two Regaler boys, Wade, 18 tackles. Uh, Wyatt, 16 tackles tonight. Uh, you know, I mean, those guys, those some of those other freshmen, and, and, and they're veterans. Emmett Newman was huge up front. Timothy Dose was huge up front for those guys defensively tonight. They're going to scare teams later in the year. They may not win some of those games late in the season, but they're going to have the ability to scare some teams, and a lot of these guys are freshmen. Yeah. Well, Jeff, I want to thank you for joining us yeah. real quick. 
We'll hear yeah. from head coach Eric McCall of the East Sac Raiders coming up in just a little bit. They did lose tonight to OABCIG 54-7. We'll go ahead, step away, listen to the New Way Auto Group scoreboard show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. Skip the line and order online at Culver's.com now. Go to Culver's.com and select if you'd like to carry out your order or select curbside and we'll deliver out your meal hot and fresh to your vehicle in a special curbside parking stall. No need to wait in the drive through line. Order online today at Culver's.com. Since 1984, Culver's has been delighting guests one meal at a time with signature butter burgers made with fresh, never-frozen Midwest-raised beef. Pair it with Wisconsin cheese curds and made daily fresh frozen custard. Now that's a winning combination. Culver's, welcome to Delicious. Welcome back to the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the East Sac Raiders, Eric McCullough. Uh, Raiders did fall tonight to OABCIG by a score of 54-7. to uh, Coach, uh, another tough team on the schedule. Uh, tell us a little bit about the game tonight. Uh, yeah, Drew, you know, uh, yeah, when they, they come into town and, you know, definitely ranked about one or two, I think, all week in the state. Um, we, you know, we, we just knew we had to try and get some small victories and do some things to continue to get better um, from the last couple of weeks. And, and we think we took some steps in the right direction. Uh, we just gave up uh, some big plays at times. Um, and, and they definitely have uh, have a very talented team. They're very big um, up front, very senior-dominated. I think there's 20 seniors on the team. Um, and they definitely have some speed uh, that we just couldn't match at times. Um, but our kids made adjustments, um, tried to get their angles down a little bit better. Uh, it just kind of goes back to what we talk about is uh, in practice, trying to have uh, the right situations to try and teach our kids that stuff. And uh, when you're short on numbers and, and – and kids and, and maturity wise, it's uh, sometimes hard to give them good looks and kind of get them ready. Um, but OABCIG, you know, we tip their hat to them. They uh, definitely had a good plan and they come in and uh, right away they return the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Um, and, and that's uh, sometimes kind of tough, I think, for, for kids to kind of, when that happens to you, when you don't have much time off the clock and they got points on the board. Uh, makes it tough to try and work through some of that stuff. But our, our kids didn't. They never gave up. Um, I really thought they fought hard. They definitely played more physical and a little bit more intensity than they did last week uh, against a better team. Um, and, and we had some, some small victories, especially on offense. We were able to, to get some first downs. We just would uh, kind of stub our toe and get a penalty and kind of be behind the sticks a little bit. Uh, or on defense, you just had maybe a misread, wrong step one way or another, um, and it just kind of opened some things up for them. But um, uh, it's a good team, and overall, we, we you know we thought we we took a step in the right direction for our kids. Offensively, for the Falcons, were they pretty balanced or, or run heavy, or what were they doing to you? Uh, you know, uh, I, I really thought they were trying to drop back and do a little bit more passing, but. Uh, I think at times we we had really good coverage, and uh, but that allowed uh, Beckett DeGene to to be able to run wild a little bit, um, and, and he's got some speed. I mean, he's a he's a great athlete, uh, so he was able to make some plays happen and kind of stretch the field a little bit, and just kind of got us in some bad positions. Um, and they didn't, I wouldn't say necessarily hurt us a lot on the run. I thought they were pretty balanced between the run and the pass. Uh, which is definitely a different type of team um, that we're used to seeing from from OABCIG. 
so, but I think that's just the kind of athletes they have, and and the the linemen they have up front did a did a did a fabulous job. I thought of, of really blocking up front um, and, and getting a run game going. So you said you did have some some a little bit of success on offense. Uh, what were you? What was working for you guys? Uh, you know, we're able to hit some of our short passes, which has uh, kind of been a tough thing, um, just to get some completions in general. Uh, but but our kids, um, you know, this week we made a made a lot of adjustments, uh, trying to change things a little bit. Uh, but overall, I mean, even in the in the run game. Um, like Chandler Lair had uh, 28 rushing yards and a, and a touchdown. Um, Logan Schrader had 42 yards rushing, uh, and, and Luke Wright was able to get get eight yards rushing. So uh, that's definitely better than what we've had the last two weeks. Um, so it was good to see. Uh, we're still struggling a little bit in the pass game. I mean, we we completed four passes, um, but we only got about seven yards total. Um, so that we got to just kind of get a little bit more out there and, and get a little more protection for Luke at times. Um, but on the defensive side, you know, uh, it was pretty evenly across our, our defensive stats. Charlie Byte had six solos. Uh, Brody Beckman had four solos. Uh, Carter Ludwig, um, we really thought he had a really good defensive game. Um, he had two solos and two solo for loss. And two assists. Uh, Chandler Lair um, had a real good game. He had four solos. Uh, Luke Warnemont had uh, three solos and a solo for loss. Um, so it's kind of scattered across our linebackers and safeties there, um, which is what we want to see. Uh, to all those guys kind of helping out on the defensive side. So looking ahead now to next week, it uh, doesn't get any easier for under with Underwood. Uh, coming to town, uh, what's what's a game plan for them? Uh, yeah, Drew, you know they uh, start out our district play with probably the district favorite um, Underwood. Uh, they're just uh, they're going to be big up front again. Um, they're going to have decent speed. I, I don't know if I would say they're going to have as much speed as OABCIG, but they're going to have one or two guys that are going to be tough for us to match up with. Um, it'll be different. I think three years in a row we played down in Underwood here the last last three years so uh, having them back at our place you know that might help us they have a long road trip um our kids uh be their second home game uh so there's some things that, that hopefully we can build on and, and work on a little bit and uh try and get prepared for i mean that's the other thing we've we've seen underwood for a number of years now um so we kind of know what they want to do and what they want to try and do uh so we just have to kind of work on some things um, get some good reps this week and be ready for Friday. So, this week of practice coming up here, what what is what's the focus going to be, or what's a couple of things you want to work on? Uh, you know, we need we just need to continue to get try and get some more consistency on our offense. Um, we we have to try and make sure we can kind of hold the ball a little bit longer, keep our defense off the field. You know, I mean that's the typical stuff I think anybody wants to do on their football team is. Um, be able to control that ball so then they don't have it quite as often. Um, we just need to get some consistent play, um, either in our blocking schemes for our run game or be able to complete some passes uh, and stretch the field a little bit, um, take some shots, hopefully, maybe like that. I mean, there's just a lot of things that, that we can continue to try and work on and, and try and try and get better at. Uh, defense, you know, we just have to – 
keep getting our guys reps and some positions um, that, that hopefully we can get some success in. Uh, how's the depth coming along, guys getting some good experience, uh, getting comfortable in their roles? Uh, yeah, I think they are. Um, you, you know, with, with a small roster we do have, and um, we we had a couple guys banged up tonight, you know, that's uh, when you're kind of losing and, and kind of back, but our kids are still fighting. And then we had to have a, a, a kid kind of took a ride on a on a stretcher off the field. Um, he kind of hit pretty hard when he's a, kind of a starter both sides of the ball. Um, and then we lost a, a, another kid, possibly just an ankle. Um, hopefully he's able to get back this week, but we'll see kind of what he's like. Um, and when they're two starters and you're, and you're kind of low on numbers, it kind of makes it hard for the depth, um, especially when you're trying to get some young kids some playing time with a JV game. So uh, we got some juggling to do uh, this next week, um, and hopefully we can get some kids in the, in the right position and uh, just continue to move forward. Moving forward, it's the name of the game. Coach, thank you tonight uh, for your time, um, and best of luck uh, next week and, and the weeks to follow. Yeah, you too. We appreciate it, Drew. Thank you. Absolutely. You've been listening to head coach of the ESAC Raiders, Eric McCullough. I'm Drew Derrickson from the New Way Ford Auto Group Scoreboard Show. We love our sports, and we know you do too. But some people take their love of their teams to the next level, and they're super fans. No matter what the sport, they are always cheering on their team. This is sports director Jeff Blankman. Each of our local schools have super fans, and we want to hear about them. Get to carolbroadcasting.com and nominate your high school's biggest super fan. Tell us about them and include a picture with your entry. It's easy to do through our website or mobile app. Each week, starting September 12th, we will pick our Superfan of the Week. We will pick a total of four weekly Superfans from our area high schools, and from those four Superfans, one grand prize winner will win $200 worth of new team gear, plus we'll make a donation of $200 to the Superfans Booster Club in the winner's name. You know a Superfan? Get to carolbroadcasting.com and enter them today. Show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. KC Miners with Drew Derrickson here. Run through scores again for you throughout the districts. Carroll wins tonight in Class 3A District 1 as they beat Council Bluffs. Thomas Jefferson 56-0. Harlan improves to 2-1 of the season as they beat Sergeant Bluff Luton, who drops to 0-3. Surprising 0-3 as they win. Harlan wins 42-14. Boyden Hall, Rock Valley on top of Unity Christian, 20-0. Spencer beats Bishop Heelan, 31-7. MOC Floyd Valley improves to 3-0 as they beat Storm Lake, 41-0. And Westline on top of Sioux Center, 17-0. Class 1A, District 8. Kemper runs their record to 3-0 with a 35-0 victory over Greene County. Cherokee on the road defeats MVAOCOU, 46-14. Ridgeview shuts out West Monona, 35-0. OABCIG over the East Sac Raiders 54 to 7. Trainer falls to Clarenda 42-34 and Underwood takes care of St. Albert 57 to 7. Class 1A District 2 Emmitsburg beats South Central Calhoun tonight by a big margin 63-28. Newman Catholic Mason City beats Belmont Ca- Belmont Clemmy 49 to 0. 
West Central Valley defeats Eagle Grove 13-12. West Marshall on top of South Hamilton 41-6. Interstate 35 Turo on top of Woodward Granger 24-14. And Okaboji Milford beats Manson Northwest Webster 32-0. Class A District 8. Woodbury Central over IK and Manning 40-0. Loma in a tight one over Westwood Sloan 14-6. Galen Catholic shuts out Lawton Bronson 35-0 and Tri-Center over Missouri Valley, 63-0. Eight-man District 1, Arweva on top of Good and Ralston, 38-28. St. Mary Remsen on top of Siouxland Christian, 73-0. Newell Fonda beats River Valley, 48-6. And Harris Lake Park and Kingsley Pearson were in a good one. Harris Lake Park won 40-37. Eight-man District 10, Fremont Mills Tabor shuts out Audubon, 44-0. Exira Elkhorn Kimmelton over Woodbine 41 to 8. Coon Rapids Barrett over Boyer Valley 35 to 7. And West Harrison over Caminita 29-22. Those are the scores around the districts. We will go ahead, step away, take a quick break. We'll listen to Brian Case, the head coach of the South Central Calhoun Titans, coming up next on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show here on KCIM along with Kick 106.7. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fansville, where the refs are always wrong and Dr. Pepper is always right. Where the mountains are capped with cooler ice and children learn the 23 flavors of Dr. Pepper before they learn the alphabet. Smart. It's the one place where a man is a six unless he's wearing face paint. He's a dick. And where fans deserve a Dr. Pepper no matter if they win or lose. But we're going to win. Get ready for anything to happen this college football season on Fansville by Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. Grab some today. Welcome back to the New Way Ford Auto Group Scoreboard Show. I'm Drew Derrickson. Now joining us, head coach of the South Central Calhoun Titans, Brian Case. Titans did fall tonight uh, to Emmitsburg, 63-28. Uh, coach, not the outcome, obviously, that you're looking for. Um, what was kind of the pulse of the game tonight? Well, I tell you what, I mean, in that first quarter, I think there was uh, 35 points put up. They were just kind of back and forth, and they went down, and they scored right away. Uh, kind of off of one of our mistakes, to be honest with you. We, we had shut them down. Uh, and it was third and, and, and long. Um, we got off the field that way, except for we had a, uh, uh, a kind of a targeting call late hit on the quarterback, which gave them a first down. The very next play, they went in for a touchdown. Uh, kicked it off to us. Um, we answered with a kind of a toss pass, uh, one play for a touchdown, so it was 7-7. And then it was just kind of back and forth uh, that way um, for about the next uh, you know, two possessions. Um we ended up um, punting the ball. They ended up uh, returning one for a touchdown uh, as well, and uh, you know that was kind of the kind of the way it was tonight. You know, I, I've never been a part of a game that's like been like this, uh, Drew, uh, in all my career. Uh, this is my 30th year coaching football. Um, like I told the kid, I said every day is a good day. Some are just better than others. This is one that's uh, it's a tough one to swallow because we've had some uh, different opportunities during the game uh, to kind of keep it close or even tie things up or even take the lead. And uh, it just didn't work out for us tonight. Uh, offensively, coach, were you uh, in your spread or the the full house, or what were you running on offense? Drew a little bit of both. Uh, to be honest with you, uh, Emmitsburg was really physical tonight, and they just kind of they, they forced us to the air. Uh, I think that our, our our air attack was working pretty well tonight. I thought Keegan Sword had a really good game. I think he had uh, three touchdowns tonight. Uh, Gavin Matter was throwing the ball really well tonight uh, as well. We spread the ball all over the place uh, that way, spread them from sideline to sideline, and just made some things work through the air. 
Uh, and then every now and then we were able to get back in our full house team and make some things happen that way. But for, for the most part, uh, offensively, we were in our spread. So you said the line, were they were real physical with you. Were, were you winning the line of scrimmage or were they kind of doing what they wanted? You know, we didn't win the line of scrimmage. I don't know, um, maybe two or three downs tonight, to be honest with you. Uh, they were just more physical on both sides of the ball. They definitely controlled the line of scrimmage. And when you can do that, uh, good things are going to happen for you. Uh, just unfortunate that, that it wasn't us controlling the line of scrimmage tonight. That was Emmitsburg all night long. So when you're on defense, I know you were concerned about their quarterback. I know he can run the ball pretty well. Was that what, he, what you saw tonight, or what, were, what was Emmitsburg doing when they had the ball? They're same old stuff. I mean, they're in that quick huddle stuff, and they come up to the line of scrimmage, and within one, one thousand, they're, they're off and running. And um, they didn't do anything special. I mean, they basically ran in power and kind of just ran it down our throat. And then every now and then, the quarterback could just keep it on the edge. Really good athletes that way. Pretty good size up front. And again, they control the line of scrimmage. So they were pretty much able to do whatever they wanted to do tonight. So this was a team that I know you you beat them twice last year. Um, did they have a lot of the same kids? Um, what or was it? kind of a similar game or what was the difference i guess yeah i mean they brought back an awful lot of kids uh, from last year and we knew that yeah we saw them twice last year beat them in the regular season beat them in the first uh, week of the playoffs and so forth um but they had all those kids back this is uh, coach thompson's second year at the helm uh their kids understand uh, exactly what uh, he's asking for now and we've seen a tremendous amount of improvement from them obviously from last year to this year especially with all those returning starters for them so you know, I think that they could have a good year. Uh, they're sitting at one and two right now, but they're a physical football team, uh, and they're playing excited football, and they're getting after it. So, you know, you know they they played the Southeast Valley last week to a 14-point game, and Southeast Valley is the defending state champions in Class 2A. So uh, these kids have got it going on right now. They're playing a little uh, energized uh, football, and, and for us, we just got to make sure that we can bounce back from it and move forward. Uh, that being said, and we, we do have some injuries right now that we're, we're kind of concerned with. Uh, we, Gavin Bat, our quarterback, went down tonight. Um, Connor Sharn, our tackles went down. We got a running back that went down tonight. I don't know how severe these injuries are, uh, to be honest with you, but uh, hopefully we can get these kids bouncing back. Uh, if we can't, then it's just get the next guy in, and as the coaching staff, we just kind of have to regroup and, and do the best job we can coaching them up and moving forward. Uh, depth wise, um, do you have a lot of experience? You know, if these guys can't go next week or. Or what's that looking like as far as the depth chart goes? No, we, we, we didn't have a lot of depth moving into this uh, season, and we knew that. And that's why these first three games are so important for us to get a lot of kids on the field and get them that playing experience uh, at the varsity level. You know, some of these guys that are playing right now are freshmen and sophomores and so forth. And uh, it's just one of those things that it's just kind of the next guy in uh, through and through. But, uh, yeah, getting some of, these, some of these young guys some experience through, it's just a uh, that's imperative for us moving forward as far as district play is concerned uh, next week. All right, so looking ahead to next week, I believe it's Manson, Northwest Webster. Uh, what's what's your take on them? Well, uh, they lost uh, an awful lot uh, from last year's team. Uh, I think they lost at least nine starters uh, on both sides of the ball that way. They've got some good skilled kids that came back uh, this year. Uh, again, I think that they're a fairly young team. they got a brand-new coaching staff over there. Uh, I don't know if they won uh, tonight or not. Uh, if they didn't, I think they're sitting at 0-3. You know, we're sitting at 1-2. and uh, It's going to be our homecoming next week, first district game. Uh, if we can get some of these kids back, uh, 
uh, I think some good things are going to happen for us. Even if we don't get some of these kids back, uh, we just got to go out and we got to regroup and, and just make sure that we're focused during homecoming week. You know, that's one of those things with homecoming, Drew. It's just a, it's a love-hate relationship for me. I mean, I love the fact that the you know, families are coming back, people are coming back for homecoming, uh, but there's a lot of different distractions for our kids as well. And right now, we can't afford to have the different distractions. Uh, our kids have got to be locked, and we got to be focused, and we got to make move forward uh, and try and respond next week. Looking ahead to next week, obviously homecoming. You're right; it's fun. Um, how do you do? How do you keep kids focused? You know, uh, they have all this stuff going on, but yet there's still a game to be played. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that's the stuff that we kind of talk about, even coming in on Monday and so forth with, with, with film. Uh, we should just make sure that the kids are locked in that way. We want them to have a good time, Drew. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's homecoming. They're supposed to have a good time. They're supposed to have some fun with it. But every time that they come to practice, they need to be focused on football and football only. If their minds are someplace else and, uh, you know, good things are not going to happen for us, I mean, it could be much of the same uh, from what we have to happen tonight. So, uh, I think we have good kids over here. I think we have kids that are going to um, flip the switch there. I think that we have kids that are going to respond, um, but that remains to be seen. So now headed into district play, though, obviously there's still a lot lot to play for. Um, I mean, what's what's the message now as you enter that portion of your schedule? Well, after the after the game tonight, Drew, I mean, that was exactly uh, what I just said. I mean, it's it's a it's a new season. Um, you know, we're looking at the uh, we'd like to win every single football game, especially. Uh, you know, these first three non-district games and so forth, just to kind of build that confidence. But at the same time, it is a brand-new season. I mean, everybody in the district play is 0-0, zero and zero, uh, so you've got a great opportunity, again, to go out and prove yourselves and, and, and hopefully try and run the table that way. Uh, and we can still go out and we can still have goals of being district champions and so forth. Uh, we just got to make sure that we're taking it one step at a time that way. So, yeah, I mean, we're 0-0 zero zero right now. Uh, hopefully the kids will understand that as well. Um, this one stings. Uh, we, we told the kids that uh, it's okay to, to, to let it sting for a little bit, but at the same time, you got to put it in the back burner because there's nothing you can do about it other than move forward. So we're going to learn from this game, hopefully, and, and we're going to move forward and then see how we respond next week against Manson Northwest Webster. All right, Coach, thank you for your time tonight. You know, good luck the rest of the way. Um, expect good things for you and uh, health to your program. You bet. Thanks for your time, Drew. Appreciate Absolutely. It. Being a part of a team is not only fun, it can give our students a sense of identity and help them develop long-term relationships. This is Dr. Nate Luth, Next Generation Chiropractic. Student athletes, make sure you are taking care of your body before, during, and after the game. Proper warm-ups and cool-down are vital to staying on the field or court, and having regular chiropractic appointments can help reduce the risk of injury. Stay in the game by taking care of your body. Good luck to all area student athletes this season. Let's stay healthy and have fun. Nobody has delivered more high-yielding Enlist E3 soybean genetics to the marketplace than Stein. That means your local Stein representative can provide you with the product knowledge and seed genetics to help you maximize profits on every acre you plant. Discover yield plus experience by partnering with the undisputed leader in Enlist E3 soybean genetics. Learn more at steinseed.com. Stein has yield. Mackie Motors has been serving Lake City and the surrounding areas for over 50 years, and our number one goal is customer satisfaction. Whether you come in to purchase a new Chevy Buick or certified used vehicle from our knowledgeable sales team, get an oil change in our top-of-the-line quick loop, need a tune-up from our service department, or even need some detailed bodywork done in our state-of-the-art facility, 
We are always making sure you, the customer, are our number one concern. Find new roads at Mackey Motors in Lake City. Board show here on 1380 AM, 95.1 FM, KCIM, along with Kick 106.7. Run through those district scores for you real quick before we get off the airwaves tonight. A Class 3A District 1, Carroll beats Council Bluffs, Thomas Jefferson 56-0. Harlan on top of Sergeant Bluff Luton 42-14. Boyden Hall Rock Valley beats Unity Christian 20-0. Westline on top of Sioux Center 17-0. MSC Floyd Valley beats Storm Lake 41-0. And Spencer beats Bishop Heelan 31-7. Class 1A, District 8, Kemper over Green County 35-0. Cherokee over MVAOCOU 46-14. Ridgeview defeats West Monona 35-0. OABCIG on the road defeats East Sac 54-7. Clarenda over Trainer 42-34. And Underwood over St. Albert 57-7. South Central Calhoun beats Emmitsburg, loses to Emmitsburg tonight, 63-28. Newman Catholic, Mason City, 49. Belmont, Clemmy, 0. Eagle Grove loses tonight to West Central Valley, 13-12. West Marshall on top of South Hamilton, 41-6. Interstate 35, Truro on top of Woodward Granger, 24-14. Ogoboji Mil Milford on top of Manson Northwest Webster, 32-0. Class A, District 8. Woodbury Central over IKM Manning, 40-0. Loma on the road over Westwood Sloan, 14-6. Galen Catholic shuts out Lawton Bronson, 35-0. And Tri-Center big over Missouri Valley, 63-0. Eight-man District 1, Glidden Ralston loses to Arweva tonight, 38-28. Remsen St. Mary's big over Siouxland Christian, 73-0. Newell Fonda beats River Valley, 48-6. And then Harris Lake Parts, Harris Lake Park beats Kingsley Pearson 40-37 in a good football game. Eight-man, District 10, Fremont Mills Tabor over Audubon 44-0. Exira, Elkhorn Kimmelton 41, Woodbine 8. Coon Rapids Baird over Boyer Valley 35-7. And West Harrison on the road defeats Caminita 29-22. Taking a look at next week's games, the ones we'll have here on the radio for you. We got Storm Lake at Carroll here in Carroll. Pre-game starts at 625 with a kickoff at 7 o'clock. You can listen to that game right here on KCIM with Jeff Blankman. Kemper will travel to MVAOCOU with a pre-game at 625. A kickoff at 7. You listen to that game on Kick 106.7 with Nick Brinks. Underwood at East Sac starting at 7. Manson Northwest Webster and South Central Calhoun will kick off at 7. Then Missouri Valley and IKM Manning will also kick off at 7. Exire Elkhorn Kimmelton at Audubon, pregame at 625, kickoff at 7 on KKRL with Tom Hawkapp. Coon Rapids Barrett at Woodbine, kickoff at 7 o'clock. River Valley at Arweva at 7 o'clock kickoff. Siouxland Christian at Glidden Ralston, also a 7 o'clock kickoff. And then the scoreboard show next Friday will be me and Jim Molitor. Hope everybody is able to stay tuned for Casey Mi for Drew Derrickson. I'm Casey Miner signing off here tonight on the New Way Auto Group Scoreboard Show. When you need to know, KCIM is the place to listen on 1380 AM and 95.1 FM. This is KCIM Carol.